Psalm 52, for the chief musician, a contemplation by David. When Doeg the Edomite came and told Saul, David has come to Abimelech's house. Why do you boast of mischief, mighty man? God's loving kindness endures continuously. Your tongue plots destruction like a sharp razor working deceitfully. You love evil more than good, lying rather than speaking the truth. Sailor. You love devouring words, you deceitful tongue. God will destroy you forever. He will take you up and pluck you out of your tent and root you out of the land of the living. Sailor. The righteous will see it and fear and laugh at him, saying, Ha! This is the man who did not make God his strength, but he trusted in riches, and he strengthened himself in wickedness. But as for me, I am like a tree in God's house. I trust in God's loving kindness forever. I will give you thanks, Lord, because you have done it. I hope in your name it is good in the presence of your saints. <laughs> uh, don't you love that psalm? How he, he, he's talking to this guy who's an evil man. And um, he basically says, you know, you, you mighty man. You know, and I guess that was probably like a sarcastic uh, thing, you know, and he says, you love evil, you you man of lying lips, God will pluck you out of your tent. <laughs> but as for me, I'm like a tree, I trust in the Lord. So David, this is a little psalm here where he compares himself with Doeg, the Edomite. Now, if you were going through the book of 1 Samuel with us in chapters 21 and 22, we met Doeg, the Edomite. Doeg the Edomite was a guy who was in the temple, or in the tabernacle, let's say, but it wasn't the temple yet, and he was detained before the Lord. They had certain rules, you know, and sometimes you were unclean or something and you had to, like, wait a day or something, and then the priest had to check you or things, something like that. Didn't say why, but he was detained before the Lord, and that was the very night that David was fleeing from Saul for the first time. David came into the tabernacle the priests were his friends, plus they all knew the king, they all knew him, and he got some bread from them, he got Goliath's sword, and he asked them to pray and seek the Lord, and they sought the Lord and answered his question, and off he went. And Abedoeg was there and saw it. Well, later on, there's a bounty on David's head. You know, so there's like a reward. They're trying to catch David, and Doeg dobs him in. But David doesn't, it's not only dobbing in where he is, Doeg the Edomite also basically says these priests, they're in cahoots with him. So he didn't relay accurate information. The fact was the priests didn't know David was fleeing. They were just helping out David like they had done many times before. The priests knew that he was one of Saul's guys and they were just giving him assistance, like a good friend would do. But Doeg, he lied about it and he lied about it for personal gain to get some kind of a reward from Saul. And the result was that Saul um, ordered all of the priests dead, 80-something of them, and their wives and children. And um, none of the men in Saul's army would touch them. But in the end, he said to Doeg, you do it. So Doeg the Edomite kills all these priests and their wives and their children. One of them escapes, Abiath of the priest. He escapes to go be with David. And David says, oh, I'm sorry that that happened. Like, I'm so sorry. Stay with me now. We'll look after you. And all of that is in 1 Samuel 21 and 22. So Doeg's like evil. He basically doesn't care about, he's detained before the Lord. So he's kind of like, 
a quasi-believer in God. It's like people who come to church, they have a culture of following God, but in their heart, they don't have any care about God whatsoever. So they're a Christian on the outside, but they're not a Christian on the inside. They don't care about the Lord. Doeg is like that. In verse 3, David said about Doeg, you love evil more than good. So yeah, on the outside, he looked like a follower of God, but no, he loved evil. Hopefully that's not true of you. And um, so and David says that God will take you up and pluck you out of your tent. And it says that the, the righteous will laugh at you. Well, apparently, according to Jewish tradition, I, have, I didn't read it up, this piece of paper, yeah. According to Jewish tradition, uh, he ended up getting leprosy and had to live on his own. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure that that was a, an exact fulfillment of this psalm. And um, so he, he ended up, his life ended up, you know, if the Jewish tradition is correct, he ended up living his life miserable in the end. But David in the end was established by the Lord. So David was like a tree. And so David is someone that did not take advantage of others to get ahead. He completely waited for the Lord to put him ahead. Even when David had the chance to kill Saul and take the kingdom, he didn't do it. Because here's Doeg killing priests, telling lies, just so he can get a reward and get ahead. So it's a psalm contrasting Doeg and David, but it's also contrasting two different types of people. People who will do anything to get ahead without regard for what the Lord wants, or people who will not do anything to get themselves ahead and only wait for the Lord to, to promote them. Elsewhere in the Bible, it says promotion comes from the Lord. The Lord knows how to lift people up at the right time if they love him and if they trust him. And so that's what this psalm is all about. The lesson of the psalm is let the Lord lift you up and do what is right at all times, no matter what. Lord, I thank you for Psalm 52. I thank you for the lesson that we learned from Doeg the Edomite. I pray, Lord, that you would deliver us from evil out there, as you did with David, and deliver us from evil within our own hearts, which is even harder to get rid of. But, Lord, let your deliverance be real in Jesus' name. Amen.